You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Tuesday. It's November 30th. Monday night football last night. We'll get to all of that. Little NBA pick from Ricky today. And a few, a handful of college basketball plays from myself today. So we'll see what we can get done uh, during the show. Tom and Ricky, we are your hosts as always. Steadypicks.com. Remember, it's completely free to sign up. Go sign up today. Best bets from our expert hosts and guests, as well as the Steady Pick system play plays, of course. So sign up today for that. Again, completely free. It's a great thing to add to your sports betting um, resources, if you will. Uh, Ricky, good morning. Did you watch any of the... Uh, did you watch any of the Monday night football game last night? I did. I, I caught some of it. I didn't watch the entire game. Sounds like uh, I missed a little bit of drama at the end there. I saw some of the highlights this morning, but pretty, pretty tight game. Yeah, I wasn't uh, able to make it all the way through. Only made it to about halftime where... Uh, the Seahawks actually blocked an extra point and took it back to the house, which was yeah, that's, pretty insane. Th- that that was crazy, Tom. And uh, that tied it up at 9-9, which is a, a wild score. Not a score you see too often at the first half uh, or, or at any point in the game, really. And Not uh, like that, at least. Looks like the, the Seahawks just couldn't do anything. You know, it seemed like the energy was all on their side. They said, we're turning this season around. DK Metcalf was tweeting, you know, seven in a row or seven straight, whatever he was saying. And it really felt like this team was going to say, you know what, we're going to try and make it in the playoffs still. And um, I think those hopes are, are gone at this point with that loss. Yeah, the, the playoff hopes definitely gone. Maybe for Washington, the NFC East, Tom, is starting to shape up like another NFC East year where these teams are starting to get a a bit more crowded together. Um, But this Heineke guy on Washington, he's pretty good, Tom. Yeah, they had a couple couple big pieces on him during the pregame and early in the in the game. They were they had some set pieces to talk about him and what he's about and some of his background and stuff. Um, and I actually really enjoyed like 
hearing about him, believe it or not, is kind of obscure of a guy that he is. His story is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, he seems to be anyway very motivated to keep this starting job. So I was ultimately happy to see him win. It was really cool to see. Oh, absolutely. He uh, He's a big Brett Favre guy. And, you know, you can see it in his game how he, he tries to implement that, like, just that Farvish toughness and hanging in the pocket, making some of those wild plays. I, I really like him, Tom. And like you said, cool story. You got to root for a guy like that. But uh, the undercashes, the undercashes, which was good. That was the only ticket that I had in the game. Um, steady pick system had that play, Tom. It wasn't in much danger really throughout the game at all. So nice, nice little comeback win in the NFL. Yeah, and this um, this line was all over the place. You know, it opened, if you remember, it opened, I don't even know, Washington plus two and a half, came all the way down to a pick em, then it closed back at Washington plus like two and a half. A lot of late Seahawks money came in. People got that, uh, you know, when everyone's watching – like the primetime stuff, Russell Wilson, it, it, the bets start coming in. It's so funny. And it, it's so unfortunate because I bet this at the perfect time, the way that this line moved. I had the Seahawks at plus one and a half. Ugh. So absolutely murdered the closing line. And, Lose by uh, a half point. Come up a half point short. When I really think that the Seahawks, that game was their own destiny and they just let it go. I don't know what will change with Russ and Pete Carroll. I feel like something's due to change, but, you know, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this, Tom. The coaching shifts in the coaching landscape in football right now is wild. You got... Brian Kelly just announced he's going to LSU. He's leaving Notre Dame. Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma for USC. A lot of rumors that Matt Rule, the Panthers coach, Tom, he, obviously he's he's got a little bit of a mess on his hands. No QB in Carolina. A lot of people are linking him to some jobs going back to college. Um, and now you got Pete Carroll, like you said. I can't imagine... I mean, maybe, but I don't think it's likely he's going to be back in Seattle next year. You throw him in the mix. It's just, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of coaching moves. I'll tell this, you what, uh, though, coming year. If there's one thing that I know for sure, if I was a head coach, why would I ever go to the NFL? Agreed. Why would I hundred <clears> percent agreed. You look at somebody like Pete Carroll since Pete Carroll and Russ have been together since I think it goes back to 2012. I believe is the first kind of season for them together. Yep. Which is crazy to think about, but 2012, they have never had a losing season from 2012 to 2020. They made the postseason eight times. They've been a fantastic duo, and Russ gets a little bit hurt. He missed a few easy passes early on, and now the the wheels are falling off the wagon, and all of a sudden Pete Carroll's getting fired after almost a decade of of great football and and success. It's just crazy to me. I would never, ever 
go to the NFL. Keep me in college. Let me find a school where I can stay forever. Sure, I might not make quite as much. But some of these, I mean, some of these college coaches. Oh, they're making as much. They're making as much. But that's the that's the exception, not the rule. So yeah. but a normal college head coach, you have a fine, fine living. A lot less stress in the NFL, that's for sure. Yeah, I think I think you're seeing a lot of these college guys like Urban Meyer. You know, maybe he if he gets that decision back, he he stays in, in college, doesn't go to the NFL. Matt Rule, like, yeah, Tom, it's uh, I think it's, it's an different. ego thing. It becomes an ego thing where these guys in college, you know, people start getting in their ear about the NFL, NFL. Oh, maybe he's just a college guy, right? Oh, he's just a college coach. <laughs> and it kind of plays on your ego, especially when you're somebody as successful as, as some of those guys. It's like, well, what do you mean? I could do the NFL, and then they, they go after it. Yeah, uh, Cliff Kingsbury too, Tom, just seeing right now. He's he's being linked to some college jobs. Um, but like you were just saying, I mean, the thing with college, and this is what bothers me a little bit about these coaches wanting to be, you know, wanting to stay in college. You can, if you're a really good coach and a really good recruiter, you can kind of tilt the hand in your favor more. You know, you can obviously control the talent on your team. It's unlimited, the recruiting pool. So, like, guys who want to, I don't want to say, like, easier wins, but an easier path to success, it's in college. Mm -hmm. The NFL, you know, these teams, like we're seeing the parity this year, it's hard to win one damn game in the NFL. Look yeah. at Dan Campbell. It's it's hard to get a win. And uh, I don't think a lot of these young ego guys, like you said, the Lincoln Rileys, I don't think they can stomach that. I don't think they're built for the NFL to, to grind through that. And that's why they're churning out so quick. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, very yeah. good point. Great point. Uh, so we'll see. And I wanted to, before we move on to the NBA, we've got college basketball on the show today. We've got a little bit of everything. Before we move on, I wanted to just go back and touch on the plays that I made on the show yesterday in the NFL. Uh, we've actually gotten the best of the line already, which is uh, good to see. Hopefully it translates into, my goodness, uh, a win for us. Um, we'll just quickly go through them. Remember, we got Minnesota at that six and a half. That's consensus seven across the board at this point. The Vikings minus six. Uh, the second was Cincinnati. That's up to three. I even see a couple three and a halves. We got that. Remember, we got that two and a half. Minus two and a half, that is. Now they're laying three, three and a half. And finally, uh, which kind of worked how we thought it might, San Francisco laying two and a half on the road against Seattle next week. Seattle comes out, doesn't really look all that great. This line's up to three, three and a half. Looks like we got the best of it there, too, and on some key numbers. Yeah, you have to keep monitoring them throughout the week, see if they keep moving in that direction. Or if you get a little buyback... Yep, you just have to, yeah, you just have to keep an eye on it. Make sure you're not getting way off, or if there's an opportunity to buy back in again, 
at a certain point or what have you, but it's good to monitor. Uh, so those are the three plays for week 13. I'm not adding any other plays. Those are the only three. We've beat the line on all three as of now. Hopefully everybody who was listening kind of got in on those. And uh, it's going to lead to wins at some point this season. That's all I can say. It will. It it really will. It's but bad. I have to note here, it's hilarious. I was listening to the show in my car yesterday. And, Tom, you're one, one moment you're, you're talking about I'm really done with the NFL, guys. This is really – I'm going <laughs> to hang it up right here. The very next sentence. So my first play of the week, I was absolutely <laughs> dying. I, I had a note here to, to break your balls on that. But really, I actually really love those three plays. And we're beating lines, man. Well, you, honestly, can't, you can't quit. It's, it's one of those things. And I've, I, we talked about this before. But just because the NFL is on doesn't mean you have to bet it. We say that all the time, right? But I'm a human being that likes sports. I'm just like the rest of you. I can say yeah. that, but it's that just shows you how incredibly hard it is to not bet the NFL. It is so difficult because all you want to do is bet the NFL. I love it, Tom. And I, I want you to ride the full season out with me regardless of anything because that's the only way that it's fair to you, too. You can't, you know, you got you to gotta see this baby out. For all we know, it turns around and ends well for you. But, Tom... I was looking at your and I records across several sports, you know, just on the pages on Steady Picks. Did you know that you're actually six and two in college football for plus three point three units? Because I didn't know that. You're having a nice little college football year. Only yeah. eight picks, though. Yeah, the only games that I pick, you know, I look at the lines every week. The only games I pick are like big consensus. Um, very picky about it because I don't follow it quite as much. Um, I try and pick the, you know, primetime games, and if we see it lopsided or reverse line movement, some, something like that, that's kind of what those plays have been. Hmm. Okay, yeah, just because we don't really talk much college football, but I saw that, and I was like, eh, he's, he's doing well. Which college football is a crazy time right now. Um, just absolutely crazy with with Ohio State losing last week, it's it's going to be a crazy... The reason I don't like... I don't even want to get into all this, but the reason I don't like college football as much is that committee that makes the rankings. I could sit here until I'm blue in the face and complain and discuss and talk and get mad about the rankings. They make no sense ever. They never make any sense. And it's oftentimes just an absolute you can feel the the corporate corporateness coming through yeah it's, alabama's it's a gotta be in it's a business you can feel that coming through and i hate that because it's college sports it's not supposed to be about money 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 it's college sports remember for the longest time athletes couldn't even make any money on on anything so don't make this about your money because Alabama's got to get in even though they might be, well, if they lose to Georgia this weekend, they'll be two-loss team and they're probably going to get in the playoffs anyway and Cincinnati's going to miss and they're going to be undefeated and that's crap. If that happens, 
Oh, it's going to happen, Ricky. There will be riots in it's Cincinnati. Gonna I'll tell you that. But you know it's all about the money, Tom. Come on. what? Don't kid yourself. This, this is a multi-billion dollar corporation, college football. They're not throwing fucking Cincinnati in there if they don't have to. Well, they and do I hate have it too, to. But that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I hate it too, but come on. Yeah. I know, but that's that's part of the reason why I hate watching college football. I hate talking about it. I hate looking at it. I think it, it disgusts me. At least, you know, college basketball, same behemoth of a of a, of an organization, but at least you just feel like the uh, it's just different. You've got these old dudes sitting in a room trying to decide who's one through four, and you can't even ask them why they put, put anyone anywhere. You can't even ask them. You, they, the rankings just come out, and, yep, that's what they are. Well, why? We're not even allowed to ask why. It's just how they are because you sat down and decided that's what they should be. Yeah. Well, Does let me ask sense? you this. Last, last college football question for you. Will you be firing on the bowl games this year? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we always, we always look at the bowl games. Yep. Okay. I have numbers for those. All right, all right. Ricky, let's take a quick break. When we come back, NBA, best bet from you, uh, and then a few college. I think I have five plays. Don't get mad. I got five plays for college basketball tonight. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Be back in a minute. Trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert hosts' best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com. Sign up for free and start winning. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Tom and Ricky, we're your hosts as always. Uh, before we move on to the NBA, Ricky, I just wanted to mention, uh, I know we've got a lot of baseball, a lot of MLB fans that, that follow the show. Some huge news around the league as players are getting signed and picked up and all that good stuff. Uh, Max Scherzer signs with the Mets after the Mets lose Syndergaard uh, in maybe, what, three weeks ago? Uh, they sign Max Scherzer. Stupid money. Unbelievable money on uh, on this signing. And I'm trying to pull up exactly what it was. I lost it this morning. I had it on a tab. I believe, Tom, it's like three, three years, years 130 or 140 million. It's like over 40 million a year. Three years, 135. My buddy is a huge Mets fan. He listens to the show all the time, so I'm sure he'll hear this. But uh, huge Mets fan, one of the biggest Mets fans you could ever know. Could rattle off any game, any year. How they do? Who was the guy? It's unbelievable. He he texts me as soon as uh, this happens, and I said, "Yeah, that's not great, dude." You don't like it? I don't like it. No, I don't like it. 
three years, one hundred and thirty-five million for. Scherzer? Yeah, but you're not paying him as if it's not like it. Because here's the beauty of it, Tom. But that's the kind of move that kills your team. You bring? You think? Yes, because in year two, and especially year three, maybe year two, in year three on this contract, what are you getting out of Scherzer? It ain't gonna be much. How old is he right now? Because he's. I mean, this guy. But but again, Tom, look at Adam Wainwright and how well he pitched last year. And he's what? He's 40. Uh, Max Scherzer's 37. Wainwright's 40? Wainwright is 40. But you have so, to remember, Scherzer's pitched a lot. Scherzer's done a lot in his career. And he's been missing a lot of games over the last two seasons. Yeah, I mean, that... That's a lot of money to invest into an arm with a lot of wear and tear. But I will say, Tom, he earned every dime of that last contract that people thought was crazy. He really did. You know, he delivered a World Series to the Nationals. He didn't, you know, he, he wasn't on the DL or, or whatever the IL they're calling it these days mm-hmm. very often. Um, an interesting stat here, Tom, you're going to get a kick out of this. So the. Out of the current projected payrolls for 2022, mm-hmm. next season, Max Scherzer is going to be making $43.3 million. The entire Pittsburgh Pirates payroll is $40.2 million. The entire Baltimore Orioles payroll is $37 million. Max Scherzer alone is making more than two entire organizations. Think about that for a second. Max Scherzer next year makes more than the entire Pirates payroll and Orioles payroll. I believe it. That's you got to pay. No, the it's big a fact. Boys. It's a fact too. I'm like, it's insane. Got to pay the big boys. Scherzer had thirty starts this season. Uh, Twelve last year. Twenty-seven the year before. Um, looks like in his quote-unquote prime, if you will. Uh, it was about 33 to 30, 32, 33 starts per season. So he had a good year this year, pitched a lot of, a lot of um, started a lot of games. The inning, of course, was down a lot just with the change in, in baseball as a whole. But he used to pitch over 200 innings, no problem, uh, you know, from 2012 to 2017. 2018 yeah. even. Now he's starting to dip there. I just don't know if it's worth it for the amount of innings he might pitch. He's been a little injury prone over the last two years. I just, I'm not sure I agree with that. Either way, my buddy's final comment was, the Mets are better today than they were yesterday, and that is all you can ask for. And I agree with that comment. I don't see how you could hurt your team getting Max Scherzer. Especially when you're not you, the one paying them. You I mean, know, if just Ricky a fan just, of the Mets, you got to be thrilled. But it's the same thing as, like, the conversations with Bryce Harper, with some of these guys you signed forever. Yeah, it's fine for right now, but what happens in 2023, 2024, when you've got Max Scherzer making $40 million and he's 40 years old and potentially horrible? Look at, look at the other older guys in the league that this kind of happens to where they're just getting to a point in their career where you just aren't the same. 
the Mets owner, Steve Cohen, Tom, has stupid money. And he's all in on making the Mets a powerhouse. Because, again, the, the no cap in baseball, this guy is going to spend, 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 spend. I'm telling you, it's it's going to be fun to be a Mets fan over the next decade while this guy's uh, oh, writing yeah. the checks. Love it. I love it. Uh, Ricky. Let's get to base or uh, I'm sorry, baseball. I can't wait for baseball to be back, man. Uh, let's get to the NBA. You've got some plays for us. I got I got a play, Tom, and I'm three and zero so far in the NBA. Plus three point six units. We got a perfect slate right now going. Uh, probably the two best teams by a long shot in the NBA are going at it tonight, Tom, with the Golden State Warriors heading into Phoenix to take on the Suns. Warriors are 18 and 2, Tom. Suns are 17 and 3, both of them red hot. Just curious if you have any thoughts on this game before I I give my pick. So, we don't hardly talk about NBA on the show, but I do follow it quite a bit. It's just not as um I don't have as many numbers for it as say uh some of the other things we talk about, so kind of falls to the side, but Golden State's been on a very impressive run. Very, very impressive. Um, they've had one loss, I think, in all of November. They had one loss. They've one loss so far, and that mm-hmm. was to Charlotte um, in the middle of the month. Just fine. Yep. The Suns, however, in their last, you know, 10 games – they uh, are four and six over the last ten against the spread. Straight up, they won them all, but against the spread, not great over the last bunch of games. Maybe they're getting a bit overvalued at this point. You know, they were laying some pretty big numbers against against some of these teams. Um. So no Suns. Go ahead. The Suns haven't lost a game since October 27th against the Kings, Tom. They have won, I don't want to count all these up, but a lot in a row. Yeah. Um, line opened, Suns laying two and a half. I see some of them, some of the books are down to two. Golden State's going to be catching all the money in this game, of course. So if you want to stay on the contrarian side of things a bit, I think... Phoenix is going to be the place to look close to game time, get the absolute low of this number. Um, but I'm really curious to see what it is that you have. I, I'm guessing you have Golden State, Ricky. So I don't, Tom. I'm actually taking the Phoenix Suns here. And I will note, you know, that first of all, the Warriors are 2-0, and gets the spread as a dog this season. They've cashed both times. And they've also been phenomenal on the road, Tom. So this is ideally, you know I'm a spot guy. This is not a great spot to fade the Warriors. However, this Suns team is playing extremely well, as we just noted. They're on a a crazy winning streak, playing at home. It's going to be a sold-out, crazy crowd tonight. But here's the ultimate thing for me. The Warriors are going to get back Clay Thompson and Wiseman in the next, like, month or so, Tom. This is the game that the Suns are going to be able to really take advantage here. And as good as Steph Curry is, 
they just don't have all their ammo. And I think the Suns have a better overall roster at this moment with all their pieces active and ready to go today at home. I think the line is, I mean, the only reason this is only like, I got a one thirty money line on the Suns. I don't know if that's good or bad. We'll, we'll look after this, but um, I think they should be favored by like a lot more points here. It's the Steph Curry factor. And obviously how good the Warriors have been. That's bringing this line down, but like Suns by double digits. That's my bold call. Okay. Okay. I like that. 130 is still a great price. That's about where it's at now. It may get a little bit better because I suspect that this line will drop towards Golden State a bit yet just because of how much money they're going to get. Um, yep. It may drop another half a point, maybe, or maybe it'll settle right at two. Because it is still juiced up towards uh, towards the Suns at two, so suggesting it might go back to two and a half, somewhere in that range. I think it closes, and I think one thirty is a great number. And I agree with everything that you said. That's a fantastic breakdown of that game. Uh, Bet Rivers for the one thirty is where I got it. If anyone wants to toss it in, beautiful. Um, other things around the NBA. Just to mention, uh, a lot of line movement in Memphis and Toronto, which is this, a 7.30 game. Um, I see some four and a halfs, and I also see some sixes. So a, bit, a pretty big discrepancy might worth be worth checking out one or the other there as it may meet in the middle somewhere. Hmm. Uh, just wanted to point that out as I look through the lines. Yeah, I'm looking at the games right now. There was a tough, oh my gosh, brutal push on the steady pick system in an NBA game yesterday, Tom. The, uh, who was it? The Spurs game. We had, uh, the system had the Spurs over. It ended up pushing, but the first quarter, neither team could score. Both teams scored like 20 points or maybe even less in the first quarter. And then they both took off the next three quarters but should have been the easiest cash ever if they couldn't they couldn't buy a bucket in the first. Um, but yeah, I was I was watching some of that game. You got any plays in the NBA? Uh, for me, no, no plays in the NBA for me. No plays for me. Uh, we will have some college basketball plays though. Let's let's flip over to college hoops then, Tom. And I want to ask you real quick because I know a lot of people played this pick. What the fuck happened to UC Santa Barbara yesterday? I just saw they lost by like ten points outright against the worst team in the country. And you know what happened? Tell me there was like a COVID outbreak and no one played because this They're makes kids. no damn sense. They're kids. This is college basketball. This is what happens. We've had games this season where we had the dog and they end up winning a 10-point dog and they win outright. This is college basketball, baby. I think it's as simple as that. That's unbelievable, man, though. Because, Tom, here's the thing with this one. I saw that Donnie had put the pick up early in the day. I always look at Donnie's plays. Then I saw the steady pick system had it. So I started doing my own research that Texas Arlington team sucks. They're so bad. I don't like it. Uh, I guess you're right, though. It, 
their kids, but I don't know, Tom. There wasn't any like injuries or anything like that that <laughs> impacted it or anything. Not that I'm aware of, but I mean, you just scroll down the college the board of games, and you'll just see. I mean, you'll see dogs winning outright all over the place. Grand Canyon, three and a half point dog, they win by ten. You know, the list goes on and on. You can go down the whole list and uh, find them. Cornell beats Canisius, four and a half point dogs. They win by 15. Our numbers had UC Santa Barbara winning this game by almost 15 points. They lose outright by eight. Damn, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. I don't usually see, and I'm crediting the data and the resources we use because that doesn't happen frequently where it's this far off. That's why I had to ask about this one, Tom. No, I get it. I get it. As we look to today, though, Ricky, I've got uh, five plays to share with you. Love it. A lot of plays, I know, but it is what it is. These are the plays that make sense. Um, Tulane has been showing up as a big um, favorite, or or I shouldn't say a favorite. They have a lot of value on the system that that I'm using. And they've been letting us down a little bit, to be honest, but I think this is a good spot for Tulane. Uh, plus two is the best number you can get. It's down to plus one and a half at some spots. They're playing... Charles, the Charleston Cougars or something. Like, this team is not good. They're you fade good. in the system, Tom. What do you mean? I'm, I'm looking at some of the data, um, and it's tough. I guess everyone's using different, like, different shit. But the thing, the, the resource I'm looking at right now has Charleston winning this game by about three to four points. But for whatever it's worth, I'm just trying to be an extra guide here. Yeah, and that's the thing is, especially with these college numbers, they're so different. They can vary so much that uh, it's tough to say. Again, line open two and a half, it's down to one, one and a half or two. Line movements in our favor. It's so hard to know what's what and what to believe, but. That's the first play, though. Tulane's first play. Second play. Uh, it's Omaha, Nebraska, Omaha, plus two and a half. That game is at, what time's that game at? Eight o'clock. Nebraska, Omaha, plus two and a half over at BetMGM. It's the only two and a half left. Everything else is at one and a half. So grab that if you like the play. Again, we have them winning out right here as well. And, uh, this resource as well, Tom. This one's a, a check. It's got Omaha winning this outright. Great. Great. I like that a lot. I needed to hear that. Next one. Maybe controversial. Clemson plus one and a half against RU. Rockers. Um, reason for this, again, I've got Clemson winning outright by a few points, by two points. And I think Rutgers is on a bit of a slide. Lost three straight, haven't covered in four straight. I do worry about them a little bit. It's easy for these teams to slide. Okay. 
That's, what was the line uh, you got there? Uh, one and a half is the number I got. Okay. And uh, that that would check out here as well. This 67 to 67 pretty much. Okay. So not an outright winner, but. A cover. A cover. Um, next play. Northwestern plus two against uh, Wake Forest. That's a late game, later game. What time's that game at? Not seeing that one. Nine o'clock. Northwestern at Wake Forest. You can get up two and a half at Bet Rivers. Uh, two or one and a half is kind of consensus everywhere else. So grab the two and a half. It is juiced up. You can get it before it goes to two. Northwestern plus two and a half. Pretty serious uh, line movement towards Northwestern. Even though everybody's betting Wake Forest in this game, the people that are betting it. Sharp, sharp play, Northwestern, plus two and a half. It's a check. Have them win an outright. I do, anyway. As does this. In the final play of the night. Tell me it's good old Pepperdine, Tom. <laughs> You're going towards the right way. It's late game, 10 o'clock. It is uh, San Jose State. Minus one against South Dakota. And this is a tough game to play, but I the, the model we're using is real high on San Jose State for whatever reason against some of these some of these uh bad teams, if you will. So I think they have a chance to win to cover this and win this. I like this play. San Jose State. Okay, and that's that's five total today, Tom. That's five plays. Hey, if they check, they check. That's what you have to do. You can't pick and choose which ones we talk about on here. We got to just give them all. I like it, my man. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Great show today, Ricky. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of plays out today. A lot of good discussion tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back. Do it all again. College basketball, NBA, all that other good stuff. Steadypicks.com, completely free to sign up. Sign up today. Tom and Ricky, good luck tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Let's have a day.